Greetings, ghouls. Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent in a tangent within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Benvenuto a fan di morti. Mi chiamo Michael. Mi chiamo Giallo Jeremy. How about that? Oh, I like that. Giallo Jeremy. Che cosa succede? Si. Your si? Your yes? How how you doing? Oh. I'm doing just awesome. <laughs> Why am I speaking in Italian? Why do I have a fedora and a cheap cigar? Hmm. Well, this tangent, we've decided to travel to the motherland for some giallo. Jello? I'm very excited about this one. No, not jello, Jeremy. You know what? From now on, for the rest of the episode, you're jello, Jeremy. What about some Italian ice? Eh, I never really was a fan. What kind of Italian are you? I prefer a nice cannoli. But I can't get a good cannoli around here. There's, like, no good bakeries, so, like, I have to go to either Norwood or all the way to the North End and go to Mike's. Have you tried Gerardo's in uh, Westboro? No. Very good. Also, on my way to my eye appointment this morning, we saw a cannoli truck. Whoa, get the fuck out of here. It was literally called the Cannoli Express. Wow, that's awesome. All right, well, I think we should just get into it. So, what is a giallo, you might ask? Go ahead and ask. What is a giallo? Well, it started with one of these. A yellow book. An old, cheap, paperback mystery novel in Italy from 1929. The Mondadori Publishing Company produced these yellow paperbacks. Basically, giallo is yellow, so that's where they got the name from. And giallo is basically like a detective story meets horror. So you have... Usually it's a bumbling detective, so you have, like, comic relief meets violent outbursts. It's a mix of detective fiction and horror, a mystery or a puzzle for the reader to solve. In this case, viewer. A lot of times I feel like you can, you can pick the killer out, like, within the first half hour. Sometimes. See, a good giallo, everybody's a suspect. True. You know, it's like the old, like, Agatha Christie... Well, actually, these are way older than that. But (laughs) every one of you is a suspect. It's funny because instead of, like, regular police work, it's like, I'm trapping you all in this room until we figure out which one is the murderer. Fine, it's going to take a while. The suspension of disbelief has to be a little heavy here. But that's okay because we're here for the experience. The colors, the nail polish red blood. It's so red. (laughs) Yeah, so that's where we're at. So you want to kick it off, or should I? I shall kick it off, and you know what? I'll have a cheers to the official Jalo drink J&B. I was about to say, dude, it's not Italian, but almost every single one of these movies, every single character has at least two bottles at hand. Yeah, yes. So, cheers. Cheers. I'm actually drinking Peroni. Nastro Azzurro, which just means blue ribbon. 
I just have Bud Light, but I had to throw in a little bit of J&B. Nice. I kind of figured you were going to do So, my number 10, uh, we've actually already covered this. Well, we didn't really cover the movie, but it was mentioned in one of our episodes. I went Lucio Fulci's New York Ripper. I believe that was, we talked about it on the uh, Slash U show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, a blade-wielding psychopath is on the loose, turning the Big Apple bright red with blood of beautiful young women. Quack, quack, quack. As NYPD detective Fred Williams, Jack Headley from uh, For Your Eyes Only, follows the trial of butchery from the decks of Staten Island Ferry to the sex shows of Times Square. This was not one of his favorite films, I don't think. No, I don't think so. No, but I enjoyed it uh, very much, actually. So uh, a dog finds a decomposed hand in New York. Uh, The police identifies the victim as model Ann Lynn. Fred Williams is assigned to a to investigate the crime and is informed by Ann Lynn's landlady that she received a phone call from a man that spoke like a duck. While going to Staten Island, the bicycle rider Rosie is stabbed to death in the ferry by a man with a duck-like voice. So we, we have Donald Duck on our hands that is taking out the ladies of the night. Yes. Donald Duck is very angry. Yes. Uh, well, Donald Duck has, you know, some, some ulterior motive. There's a reason for the duck voice. Yes, yes, yes. It's goofy. Like I said, it's not one of Fulci's best. But it's very entertaining. It's very, very entertaining. And, like, you have that under-the-table scene that kind of... Yeah, and you've got you got Moose Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the that, that under-the-table scene. Which that was, was something. It was, it was, it was something, but... Still, I re- recommend giving it a view. Hell yeah. Okay, so my number 10. I'm going to go through these next two episodes, and I might butcher the Italian language. For that, I apologize. Six donne per l'assassino. Six women for the murderer, also known as Blood and Black Lace. 1964, Mario Bava. I didn't get to that one, but it was I know I saw it was on a bunch of lists. Arguably the first Giallo film. I say arguably because people argue about it. Now every member of the cast is shady, and not to victim shame. We don't like to do it here, but even that bitch Isabella. She's a model for an esteemed fashion designer, and after she is killed, it seems everyone could be implicated by the hot goss she keeps in her diary. It's a race to find her journal and to find the identity of the killer. There's a lot of really cool tracking shots. Like, it's done very well. I love the intro credits. It kind of showcases the characters when they get introduced, almost like a TV show. I think he got a little shit for it, but, you know, you don't give a fuck. It's very colorful. The original title was almost Versa Care Cagna del T. Spill that tea, bitch. That, that's not I don't, true. I don't, I don't true. think that's what it what it says. <laughs> it's a fun movie, like especially for 1964. There's a lot of drug use and shady trysts going on, and the killer, traditional giallo killer, black hat, trench coat, gloves, and a weird pantyhose mask face. Very fun. Very fun. All right, my number nine. I actually just recently watched this movie for the first time. I believe I said it was, I texted you about it yesterday, the day before. I went 2022's 
Argento dark glasses. Very nice. Yeah, I saw the uh, the premiere or the sneak premiere when it uh, released on Shutter. It was a surprise movie. It was very cool. Yeah, no, it was really really well done. Like obviously, giallos aren't really prominent now. At least if they are, they're I don't see them. I mean, I think it's mo- it mostly seventies, early eighties. But obviously, yeah. yeah, you have ones after that. Yeah, well, I there was two thousand nine's Giallo, which was nice, not very good. Oh, you saw that one? I started it. Yeah. This one is uh, Argento is you know back into the fold. Uh, in Rome, a serial killer has strangled three prostitutes with a cello rope. The cellists. Jealous, I put in quotations. Last rope is destined for Diana. Now, Diana is a uh, like an elite, upper-class prostitute who is being chased by this person and is basically forced into a car wreck, which kills this young boy, Chin's, I believe it was his parents, yeah. and he survives. Diana ends up losing her sight and basically has to learn how to live, you know. Blind blind who teaches her how to do that i believe that would be asia argento yes but anyway she loses her sight in the crash and then she she actually shows up to chin's school and tries to give him a switch yeah it's like here take this switch i killed your parents but here have this nintendo and he's like i don't want it throws it on the ground and all the kids are like yeah nintendo yeah i want it and he's like wait no give it back like no you threw it on the ground it's mine now give it back and she comes back to like save him but yeah so anyway so this this one doesn't have the typical fedora pantyhose trench coat get up at least to as the reveal anyway at the end although i feel like this one was kind of revealed earlier this one i did suspect the killer when he made his first appearance yeah i mean she was kind of mean to him but i get it i mean he he was a douchebag <laughs> he was but yeah so basically you know it ends up being you know kind of a cat and mouse between you know with chin trying to help her get away fun movie the kills were really 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 cool soundtrack bumps yes yes definitely so if you haven't seen that on shutter check it out hell yeah all right my number nine now this one's funny it actually opens up with a woman getting a very intimate massage by a blind man Speaking of blindness, uh, she was very much enjoying that. This is La Tarantola del Ventre Nero. 1971, Paolo Cavara, Black Belly of the Tarantula. A gothic tale of terror and death. Women are being gutted alive after being injected and paralyzed in the same manner a wasp might kill a tarantula. It is up to Inspector Tellini, played by Giancarlo Giannini, you know, from Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Actually, there's a few uh, Bond girls in this. Well, two, technically. They say three, but one of them is from the uh, Casino Royale spoof, so I'm not counting her as a Bond girl. But we have Claudine Auger from Thunderball and Barbara Bach from The Spy Who Loved Me. And all the people that work in this spa or somehow connected to this spa Start turning up dead. Annabella in Contria, on Contrera. She's also in this. She was in So Sweet, So Dead, The Case of the Bloody Iris. You, you'll see a lot of players that make their way through a bunch of these movies. A lot of familiar faces, if you will. 
Yeah, there's a few there's a few actors that show up in a bunch of these. Yeah, but I mean, this one I really like the kills. I, I like the whole creepy idea of the whole wasp killing and the needle that paralyzes the victim, so they're alive, much like that asshole in Midsummer, Midsummer. You, know, Midsommar. you just see the fear in the eyes. It's like, oh no, I'm dying. But like, there's nothing you can do, and that is scary as hell. Also, if you happen to check them out. This was one of the Giallos that I helped out uh, Gag Me With a Knife podcast on. Oh, nice. Yeah, funny you mentioned that. (laughs) So, uh, after watching Strip Nude for Your Killer, I was like, oh, look, Gag Me With a Knife did an episode on that. I'm going to check it out. Wait, the fuck? That sounds like Jeremy. That's Jeremy. (laughs) Pretty funny. All right. So, my number eight, 1971's Luigi Bazzoni. The Fifth Chord. Mm. After a high-class party in Rome, there is an assault. The victim is injured but lives. Andrea, an investigative reporter who drinks too much, is assigned the story. Then, always on Tuesdays, there are a series of murders. Only on Tuesdays. See you next Tuesday. At each crime scene, a glove is left with a finger cut off for each victim. After four murders, Andrea thinks he's making progress, but... By this time, he may himself be a suspect. And someone he loves is in danger. That's a little bit of motivation for you. Yeah, Franco Nero plays Andrea. Yeah, it's like right out like the opening scene. He, he definitely has like a drinking problem. He, he basically loses his job, if I remember correctly. And it's just he's just another one of those, you know, just trying to put the pieces together for this, for these mm-hmm. strings of murders. Strings of murders. <laughs> I see what you did there. But no, definitely a good one. I actually just watched this uh, yesterday. Nice. Like some of these movies, there's not a whole lot of like info on like IMDb for them. No. But I believe, was it Ennio Morricone did the music? He no. did. As he did quite a bit of these. Ennio, he actually did Black Valley the Tarantula too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My next one. Il Tuo. Visio e una stanza e solo io ne hora. Chiave. 1972, Sergio Martino. Your vice is a locked room and only I have the key. Uh, that was another one I had on my list to get to. I've heard this one is excellent. Some of the titles of these movies are poetic and I love them. So this one kicks off with kicks, if you know what I mean. Opening credit sex and romantic piano pounding. With strings. Uh, The black cat is definitely a theme in this one. It Actually, it's an indicator of the mind of the murderer, if you will. So keep an eye out for the cat. A series of murders occur around the castle where an impotent author and his abused wife host drunken dinner orgies. People start, you know, showing up dead around this castle. And the drunken author... And I say impotent. It doesn't mean he can't get his dick hard. It means author-wise, he's got writer's block. So uh, he's very angry, he's very drunk, and he's mean, and he's a pervert, and he's the number one suspect. But did he do it? I don't know. Did the cat do it? Probably not. It's a fucking cat. I mean, it lacks the opposable thumbs. Yeah, I mean, it can't hold the shiny blade. That would just be silly. 
Edwidge Fennick. Fennich? Is that how you say her name? Fennich. I think it's Fennich. Fennich. Ooh, I like that. Fennich. She's in a lot of these movies. I am a fan. I'm a big fan. Yes. Anita Strindberg. She was also in The Case of the Scorpion's Tale. Who Saw Her Die? Uh, yeah. I mean, this one's a little slower, but it's cool, and it definitely made my list for the finale. Fantastico. Nice. Yes. So my number was a seven? Yes, sir. Seven. Okay. I went 1972. Another one that features Miss Edwige Finish, The Case of the Bloody Eyes. Nice. Uh, this was Giuliano Carnameo, beautiful young model, Jennifer Lansbury, played by Miss Finish and her goofy friend Marilyn, a move into a swanky high-rise apartment after the previous tenant gets brutally murdered. And now, that was kind of a fun... Have you seen this one? No. Okay. It's kind of hilarious because... She's, like, killed in an elevator, and, like, the door's open, and then there's, like, four people. And they just kind of stare, and they go, oh, a woman's been killed. And then they just kind of walk away. I thought you were going to say they get in the elevator. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Could you hit four, please? (laughs) They're just like, huh, okay. (laughs) They just just leave. We will take the stairs. But, yeah, this this is back to your, you know, your stereotypical giallo-looking killer. Although I think this one had, instead of black gloves, it was like the... Latex gloves? Brown... Yeah, the latex gloves. Pretty soon, Jennifer is being stalked by the mysterious killer. Probable suspects include a predatory lesbian neighbor, a weird old woman and her deformed son, who, you know, basically so it's... You know, she lives with sloth. And uh, even the building's handsome architect, who suffers from a severe blood phobia... Edwidge Finesh, Finesh, George Hilton, who I think was in a few of these as well, plays Andrea. They use a lot of the same names, too. Well, I guess it's probably the same as using, like, John over here. Yes, yes. Do have but, uh, common names. Yes. Really fun. So basically, it's a, they're uh, some hippie sex cults, too. So you can add to that. That's always fun. Yes. Cool. I forgot to mention, your vice is a locked room and only i have the key the music was done by bruno nicolet so the romantic piano pounding and strings that i was talking about he uh he did that score he also did the score for my number seven gazzi rossi in un labyrintho di vetro red cats in a glass maze also known as eyeball 1975 umberto lenzi this has the typical killer except red gloves Nice shiny blade, and sometimes a cheap red poncho. It's funny how the movie starts out. You have an inspector who's literally counting the days till his retirement, and his protege, the guy that's going to fill in for him, is, is tagging along. And it's, of course, you know, he gets this huge case, and he's got to solve it just in time to retire. So this is an Italian movie about American tourists in Spain. You can tell they're American, by the cowboy hat and American flag t-shirts. These tourists <laughs> are getting killed off one by one, and the bodies are all missing in eyeball. There's actually one scene where the killer gets interrupted, and the killer doesn't get to fully remove the eye, and they're in a pigsty, and the pigs just swarm in, and I imagine they eat more than the eyeball. I believe they probably finished the body off, but it's pretty gruesome. 
Oh, one note that I would like to add. Be more careful while playing doctor. <laughs> All right. So my number six, we're going back to another Argento movie. I didn't write down any of the Italian versions because it's not going to sound as fluent, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Ooh. In Italy, an American writer, there's a lot of American writers in these who end up getting writer's block, I, I also seem to find. It is a theme. Uh, so writer Sam Dalmas witnesses a murder attempt on an art gallery owner, Monica Ranieri. A few days before he's supposed to return home, Inspector Morosini, who is in charge of the investigation, investigating three previous murders of the serial killer, asks Dalmas for his help and takes his passport. He's just like, I'm taking your shit. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Now, wouldn't he be one of the main suspects? The writer. The inspector? No, the writer. Remember, well, it, this is, well, yeah. isn't he caught no, between the glass? He's caught between, like, two mechanical doors. Yeah. I don't know. He, he can't get to the victim. Well, yeah, but it could be seen as he was trying to escape True. and got caught there and then pretended, like, oh, I was trying to help. I wasn't trying to get away. True. And he ends up helping out the investigation. That That's another thing that ends up happening. I got a hunch that you're not the killer. How about I clue you in on all my clues? And we work together and solve this crime. There's a lot of bumbling police work. Yeah, he uh, hung around. He's just like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll fully cooperate. So yeah, he stays Did with his girlfriend, cooperate? Julie. I said cooperate. I thought you said whopperate, and I thought you were using some kind of slur against us Italians as a pun. If anything, I figured it'd be, I was like, whopperating a whopper. I don't know, something to do with Burger King. Oh, good. Good backpedaling there. I like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, uh, this is another one. A lot of these also, you know, the killer threatens Dalmas and Julia by phone. They end up getting stalked, as they do in these. Sam is on the case. Even though he's not an inspector, he is on the case. Yeah. I mean, he's a writer. He knows things. Yes. Yeah. Although I think, wasn't he, like, drawing blanks as to what he saw throughout the whole movie? He's like, I don't know what I saw. I don't know what I saw. All right. Good one, though. And with the it's, it's hailed yeah. as one of the best Giallo films. Mm. Okay, so my number six to round off the bottom five. Hold on. Before I'm going to have a little snack. A little bit of capicola. Gabagool? For you guys at home, I'll post a picture of this gruesome skeleton that I'm peeling meat from its bones. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Number six, I visi morbosi di una governate, the morbid vices of the governess, also known as crazy desires of a murderer. 1977, Filippo Walter Ratti. We don't talk about Leandro, no, no, no. <laughs> if you've seen this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a guy that possibly lives within the walls. He loves taxidermy. And he's very sketchy and friends with rats. Although he likes dead rats, he, he stuffs them. But he definitely reminded me of John Leguizamo in Encanto. Even his look, I bet you they got the look from, from this movie. So a rich girl comes home fresh from Asia to party with a group of friends and a couple of assholes that are smuggling an unnecessary cocaine subplot. After one of the guests is murdered, all of them become suspects. Keep an eye out for this one. Wink, wink. Again, killer latex gloves and a tan sport coat? Hmm. Every so often, I feel like they do that. 
Yeah, it, it's funny because if you're paying attention, you pretty much know who the killer is. But there's so much going on. Like I said, there's a, a cocaine subplot. They're smuggling from Asia, and there's some drug dealers to deal with. There's a lot going on besides like the actual like murders. But really cool, sexy good time, a lot of kills. Check it out. Is that it? That's it? That's it. That's part one. Cool. All right. I have a little something prepared to finish us off for part one. Maestro, musica. In Italy, sangue profondo rosso. When boys talk, girl, is what they say. When the pigs eat your eyes like a big pizza pie that's giallo. When the blade seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's giallo. Hell's bells ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, and your scream is a bella. Goblin plays tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay, like a black-bellied tarantella. When the drugs make you drool, just like a pasta fazoo, that's giallo. When you're chased down the street with high heels on your feet, you're fucked. <laughs> I worked way too long on that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dean Martin, whose name, his real name is way more Italian than Martin. Yeah, but it was probably easier to say Martin. Well, yeah, and I think back in the day, Italians weren't looked as, like, classy pricks. Not the Italians, the people that, you know, would think, you know, Hollywood bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that does it. Yeah. Uh, check us out. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast. We are on the TikTok. The TikTok. I just dropped... Where, <laughs> we're on the TikTok. I just dropped a, a TikTok today asking what your favorite Giallo was, so hopefully we get some fan feedback for that. Nice. Uh, yeah, fansofthedead.com. We're on iTunes, Spotify, the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Twitter at Fans of the Dead One, Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. You want to complain, you want to tell us how awesome we are, drop us a line if you have a suggestion for a future tangent or a movie or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, tune in to our top five next week where we will have a special guest for our top five. As always, have fun, be safe, ciao. listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening